1: Hello and welcome to the All By The Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to have a very spoilery conversation about Toy Story 4. Indeed. And we'll
0: probably dabble in some of the other movies as well. Uh, Did we ever do a dedicated Toy Story 3 podcast or did that come out way before we started this?
1: (laughs) That came out uh, a a few years before we did this podcast. (laughs) Um, Hard to keep track. I'm just gonna make sure I look okay. Toy Story three came out in 2010. Um, gonna say that was a bit farther away from when we 2010? started our podcast in 20, 2016. Oh.
0: That's right, because we we were we were heading off to college when Toy Story three came out. Yes, yeah, oh, that's right. So we didn't, and I don't think we've ever done any other Toy Story
1: related topic. No, we did show. do the trailer breakdown. I think or oh, no we Yeah, we right? of Toy Story 4. Was it a yes, was it did. a roulette or do we do just a breakdown? No, we like did just a breakdown for this movie. So. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Which I will
0: say that that firsthand the trailer barely tells you anything about what this movie's going to be about. Yeah. Like like it this really is so <laughs> misleading. Which I I think it was probably for the Probably for the best, because of I, agree. Course I, I was very suspicious of the movie coming out and, and the trailer did not help its case uh, in me wanting to see it. Of course, I was going to see it, but like in me personally being excited to see it, I wasn't that excited. But um, I will say that the trailer being misleading helped it in its case. Um, but we will get more into that
1: in a bit. So how, where do I want to start? Our initial thoughts, overall feelings. Yeah, like so. What did you think when it ended? Like, what was the? What did your face look like? Um, I
0: looked my my face. Probably, it didn't look shocked. it It looked um It looked content. I mean, I knew what was coming, so I I knew what was coming since the beginning. Yeah, I. So it was very predictable of what was going to happen. Um, I wasn't sad. In fact, I I was happy that, uh, of what happened with Woody going with Bo Peep and stuff like that. I I wasn't sad in any way. Um, the only part that I got teary-eyed was, uh, with Gabby Gabby, actually. And the Mm. same thing with Kimmy. Like, that was the only part that I kind of got a little sad at. But other than that, I was just, uh, I was just watching, um, I was just taking it all in, um... All in all, I was, um, I wasn't shocked or even really, like, overall surprised, or, it, I don't even know how to how to say this exactly. Like, I just, it just, it ended. And then that, that's, and then that's just yeah. where it was going. I was like, okay,
1: it's done, let's leave. Like, it, I think I, a lot of people were feeling like it was a very emotional movie, and I think compared to the third one, to me, it just, it had some emotions in it, but... I was a little bit more inclined to just see where the story was going. And to be honest, I really just missed seeing uh, more of of Buzz and um, Jesse. And we really didn't yeah. get to see a lot of Buzz or Jesse. And I was like, come on, like, I really enjoy the stories with them. And we got completely new characters in this movie. So I think at the end, I was like... All right. Well, I like that they have this happy ending for Woody, but you know what else was a happy ending was Toy Story three, right? And I
0: I now still firmly believe that Toy Story four didn't need to be made. Like yeah. it it ended perfectly well with the third one, and yeah, uh, I saw this with my little sister Kimmy, and she almost thought that that this movie felt kind of like a you know lanky one and a half. It felt like one of those, like Uh an in-between movie to where, like, because we were kind of getting the, of what happened to Bo Peep and how she got, you know, taken from, what was her name, Molly? Was that the sister's name? Yeah. Um, how she left the house, because, you know, she wasn't, she was there in the beginning of the second movie,
1: but then. Yeah,
0: and then she wasn't in the third one at all. And then she wasn't in at all. So we didn't know what happened to her. So I'm interested to see if they kind of had this idea all along. I think that that would be interesting to know because, yeah, she was completely removed from the third movie. She was gone without a trace. We had no idea what happened to her. Did yeah. I? Was I curious about what happened to her? Not really. I mean, yeah. I liked what they did with it. I enjoyed her a lot, and I'm glad that her and Woody got back together. But like, did I care? Not really. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Well, so I just was a lot of
0: those feelings.
1: <laughs> I was talking with Anne and. I actually... I just said, oh, John Lasseter's name's not in the credits, but I think it was, because it does say that he is credited as a writer. Um, yeah. But... I, I saw it in the credits. Yeah. I, I just don't recall it. Maybe because I thought he would be the director, but he wasn't the director. Um, oh, okay. Because they kicked him out of Pixar for being too handsy. Oh. Um, with the female uh, people in in the on the staff at Pixar... What? Um, yeah, this happened like a while ago and so the fact that they just had to release this movie while that that happened like he left Pixar. Um that, they they fired him. Oh my gosh. What? He's he's done so much at Pixar. Uh, yeah. And then oh. like he was cheating on his wife and stuff and so him and his wife split up and he was saying, I think I mentioned this in the trailer, uh that at D twenty three last year or two years ago, they were like, "Oh, uh, Laster is making this movie for his wife, like Bo Peep is is his wife in a sense," um, and that was kind of like the the theme of the movie, and that was completely downplayed. Like a lot of the the romantic side of this movie, I am sure was completely written out, um, and it pretty much was, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, even
0: though we knew that Woody and Bo Peep had a thing in the in the first movie, like, it was still very brief, um, and then again, Bo Peep was taken out so early in the series that, that, that I didn't really feel a connection anymore between the two of them, like, it just didn't, and they were toys, you don't really, I mean, uh, other than Jessie and Buzz being very cute together, obviously, like, it's still very, like, they're toys. It's still very PG. Like, it's, it's not like, okay, cool. They're, like, you don't think they're, they're actually in love, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's very, it's very interesting thing to, to grasp,
1: I guess. Well, I thought that, uh, the character of Bo Peep was a really great character, and I really loved having her around and seeing her interact, uh, with Woody and with the other characters. Like, she just was, she was so cool, um, she just was like super fighter chick, like totally independent. Loved to be a lost toy, and I thought that that was a really cool idea.
0: Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that as well. I'm, I was enjoying the movie when she showed up. Of course, in the trailer breakdown, I think I brought up that if the movie was going to be a lot about Forky, I was going to be disappointed. And yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't all completely about no, Forky, but it, a good chunk of the... the beginning
1: was. He was the inciting incident of the movie. Like Forky was was the reason that Woody wanted to have something to do for Bonnie. Um Right. And and this so. is a this is a pretty continuous theme with Woody. He will do
0: whatever it takes to make the kid happy, even if um and, and he's kind of learned that a toy has its time and and toys will no longer be played with and you just kinda of have to move on and that um and it was nice to see Woody kind of work past this, but not really, because you know he's he's not an authority anymore at Bonnie's mm-hmm. place uh, do- Dolly was. Yeah. Um, and you know he they they had a very strict like structure back at Andy's room, and it's you can definitely see that Woody is a little restless, and he needed something to do. And so yes, Forky yeah. was that for him. D- uh, did I care about Forky? No. Was he funny? I, like- yeah. Sure. I thought he, he was, was pretty funny. funny.
1: Like, I thought that he... Was he was very funny. He had, like, some really funny lines, and the fact that he always was just, like, trash was, was kind of hilarious. And, like... Well, yeah, and I actually liked
0: his interactions with Gabby Gabby a lot more. Like, mm-hmm. it was... When when he was brushing her hair with the wrong side of the brush, and, <laughs> yes. they, and they were just... And they were just <laughs> being chatty was... Yeah, that was... Was that phenomenal. Was like, yeah. it was... So I, I liked him once he kind of got over his whole trash situation because he'd say very funny things, like with mm-hmm. him with him being more coherent. Because, yeah, he kind of just came to life and he was kind of trying to grasp his reality and things like that. But then once he once you actually got to start getting to know Forky, I thought he was very hilarious. Well, um,
1: this is the real question. Um, which is better slash more annoying, uh, Olaf or Forky? Oh, Olaf by far. <laughs> is this more annoying?
0: Yeah, I mean Olaf is very cute and Forky's cute too. But I think in terms of humor, in, in terms of humor, Olaf's Olaf's humor was so childish, which again yeah make, makes sense. He's like he's like a, a little snowman, and uh, he just loves fun <laughs> things. And like Forky's kind of a bit more adult. His humor is a bit more adult. Tony, right? Mm-hmm. Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Yeah, he's is great. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I love him so yeah and so i definitely thought forky in terms of just conversation like talking with the other characters in conversation was a lot funnier than because Olaf would kind of just like fall over or his nose would you know be taken away from his face i don't know like it was
1: yeah he, he was Olaf was very slapstick where yeah.
0: forky was genuine humor
1: yeah i agree like we we know how everybody knows how we feel about uh frozen and Olaf, so i really hope they fix it in the second one um
0: uh, I, uh, have less faith in, in that movie than I did in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, all in all, I just want to say, I think that in terms of being, a, if it was a standalone movie, this movie is really good. Like, Toy Story 4 is still an excellent movie, uh, especially to take your kids to. It, it's fun for everybody. I mean, it's fun for parents and for kids. Um, the animation is absolutely incredible, um, just, just beautiful. Everything about it is is the most like impeccable animation I've ever seen. Yeah, which and
0: the the animation in Toy Story three was really good as well. But this seemed a lot more polished. Like because Bo Peep was was porcelain, mm-hmm. she was so shiny, and and then Ducky and Bunny were like so soft looking. Yeah. And, like, like, it just seemed like things got amped up. And, like, Forky's hands were the pipe cleaners, and they yeah. looked so real. Like, it was really quite amazing. I mean, lots of hugs looked really good, too, in, like, Story, mm-hmm. Toy Story 3. But yeah. this, like, it it was definitely taken up a notch. The toys looked dingy, but still looking, like, in good shape. Like, you could tell yeah. that they had a lot of love. Um, Yes, animation was impeccable by, like... I totally agree with you.
1: And I, I really like the, uh, the setting at, like, the carnival, because we got some really amazing, um, like, colors and stuff involved, and also, like, the, uh, antique shop as well was, like, really amazing. I mean, I could watch, I could just, like, look at every scene of that antique shop over and over and over again and see new stuff every single time. I mean. Just, like, the fact that the animators made a different antique, like, the most amount of detail for that place was incredible. Exactly, exactly. And just how
0: massive it was. I mean, if you've been in an antique shop, that, even from a toy's perspective, looked so realistic. Like, the, like, the the quote-unquote, like, production design of this antique shop oh, was, like, yes. so well thought out, because they're kind of messy. They're really dusty. They're... Yeah, the backs and
1: everything. Like, it was all, yeah, really dusty back there. It was, like, the It dust felt like the, you
0: could smell all of the, the yeah. dusty, musty smells of this place. That just yeah. brings the magic of antiquing. Like, just yeah, amazing.
1: It was definitely a fantastic, like, set design. I mean, production design. Um... Just, just really wonderful. I, I also, uh, loved that we got, going back to, to Bucky, or Ducky and Bunny, um, they're like, they kind of look like those for real, or not the for real, like the, those pets with, like, the really shiny, like, eyes, like the. Oh, when they look kind of like gems, like those gem yeah, eyes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are My they cousin called? is, like, obsessed with them. Um, they're not they're Shopkins, like the new... are they? No, no, no. They're the new Beanie no. Babies. They're, like, they're made In... by Ty as well. Um, oh, they're be- Beanie Babies. Okay. Yeah. And, and, the, and to... they just have
0: really sparkly eyes?
1: Yeah, they have, like, really big sparkly eyes, and they look just like... Just like those toys, um, and I also really liked Key and Peel. I thought they were really funny and really cute together. Um, it was it was a cute addition to the to the crew. Yeah,
0: and the fact that we get we get toys that are um, you really got a nice range of toys in this one where you get carnival mm-hmm. toys where they've like mm-hmm. never they went straight from the assembly line straight to being zip tied to yeah. carnival gates like to be one uh by kids by playing kids. the games and stuff and like yeah. and they're they're all wanting that kid interaction that kid love and then you have of course the dolls that that have had this and either are lost like Bo Peep or are like Woody and who's loyal to the kids and always goes back to the kids. So it's like it's it's really great seeing these these uh toys like interact and even I just kind of wish we had some more time with them I guess because again at this point they kind of just felt like filler characters just to fill the gap. Because I felt like a lot of this movie was just watching them meander around. Like there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of talking. They were just they were just doing stunts and like getting to where they needed (sighs) to be. Like like honestly, when when we finally got to Bo Peep and when they finally got to Gabby Gabby, like I thought Gabby Gabby was such a great character. Mm -hmm. She Um, a lot of people, I, I think, like, Kimmy and maybe my, my friends at work also agreed that she kind of felt kind of like a lots of hugs, where, like, you, you have this very obsessive, obsessive thought of, like, needing to have, having a child and to love you and, and to be happy only in this way, and, and I just loved, like... Gabby Gabby's whole thing like she would she would repaint her freckles on and make her yeah. like, like still look good and she would brush her hair and but she was
1: so creepy
0: she was so creepy with her little she was, mouth oh, but she was amazing like oh I loved yeah. her so much she was yeah. awesome like she I, was so I liked great. her a lot
1: I liked her a lot too because I thought that she was a very like dimensional character like the more you you spend time with her the more you like you're like wow this is amazing like this is a toy, and we are, like, looking at this toy, like, that. Ha- it looks like it has emotions, you know? And it, it hardly does. It's just, you know, it's just a very static face. Um, yeah, and
0: almost the fact that you had to make her evil in order to, like, learn about her seemed a little overdone. But, of course, you need mm-hmm. to have a villain. But, I mean, yeah. of course, Gabby Gabby wasn't a villain. And Woody Woody was kind of coming to terms with him not really being a a kid's toy anymore, like, he needed to move on and do something else, like, again, these, these themes were very apparent, like, if they had Mm -hmm. just, if they had just talked, and, like, Woody would have given her his voice box, like, I I don't think that would have been an issue, because by then, I think Woody was like, all right, like, I'm, I'm just gonna get Forky back to Bonnie, and I'm just gonna live the rest of my life with, with my beautiful Bo Peep, like, it's,
1: yeah, yeah, and so the fact
0: that, the fact that they, like, demonized her at first seemed a, a bit overdone but yeah, I understand but why it was done
1: I did like to... I did like the horror aspect with the the ventriloquism dolls um yeah they were definitely they were, they were so creepy and like I loved it like I kind of like that aspect of intertwining uh, just a little bit of horror in this movie right yeah yeah and and I liked that
0: too um it just just what? Once you like like the the scene where Forky is just talking to Gabby and you're really getting to know her and you see her have this book and you see her like obsessively pining over this girl who looks mm-hmm. like the girl in her Gabby Gabby book and mm-hmm. these very these very close-minded like a lot of these characters kind of have that. Like, Jesse was like that when you Mm -hmm. first meet Jesse, where Emily, like, left her, and she was never going to be loyal to a kid again because you'll just get hurt. But then, like, Woody was kind of the same way with Andy. He was hurt at first when Andy was going to get rid of them, but he had to realize that Andy was going to grow up and that they could always find another kid. So, like, again, a lot of these... Very similar themes, because again, you're dealing with toys. How complex are they really going to be? And you have to keep them kid friendly. I mean, you could probably get to some some dark shit with toys, like yeah, this forky situation. Yes, with (laughs) yeah, and then the thought of of just inanimate objects becoming real the second you put googly eyes and a mouth on them, like is is even an even crazier thought as well.
1: Yeah, it it is. It's just. yeah it's definitely like you think about it too much and then you're like wait a minute you know and that's why i think that this fourth movie although it's very smart and i don't think it dumbed itself down although it did seem that buzz was dumbed down quite a bit in this movie but i still think that they up with that i don't know i i don't understand why they were just like we don't have anything for him to do so we're just going to like pretend like he's just dumb and he has to keep listening to his inner voice and it's like didn't we learn that in the very first movie that he became like he knows himself now like that's that's the very first toy story <laughs> Yeah and I
0: think and I think they did that maybe to kind of save the story a little bit because again the the characters were so spread out and you were kind of covering a lot of ground, like rekindling the relationship between Bo Peep and Woody and then learning about Gabby Gabby and kind of trying to get to know Bonnie a bit more because we're still just meeting Bonnie for the first time, really. Like, yeah. really getting to know her yeah. from from briefly meeting her in the third movie. So probably to, to really save the story from getting stretched too thin, um, they probably kept it this simplistic, which, of course leaves you wanting more obviously cuz again they're so great at writing these characters that you want to know more about them and you don't want you don't want anyone to be left out cuz they're all so great mm-hmm. but it's yeah. it's so I don't know I mean if they tried to fit it in there would the story have been stretched too thin probably because they they really weren't doing much with the characters they already had like Duke Caboom they really was even weren't. a cool character
1: mm-hmm. and they
0: they tried to give him something, but it really didn't go very far. It's all yeah it's all give and take really.
1: And then we were back at the end of the movie when they were trying to drive the the RV uh, I was just getting finding Dory vibes find
0: oh right yeah yeah I I want to say that the toys were being very risky in this movie.
1: <laughs> this yeah. This, this is what not jumping out of the window was like, what the fuck, dude?
0: Yeah. And then, and them just throwing things like beside Bonnie right as her dad's there. Like it, they were being so risky. Like the toys were never this like out there when it came to sneaking around. Like mm-hmm. they, I don't know. It just seemed like they should have been caught. Like they, they were, there were definitely like some inconsistencies almost in that they could have still stayed this sneaky. Like, I don't. I don't believe yeah. it for a second. I like, mean... <laughs> they would have been caught, for sure. Yeah,
1: the fact that this, like, whole movie takes place in places where humans are, like, everywhere is crazy. Like, they managed to, yeah, be in, like, alleyways and, and stuff, and it's it's just like, okay, I guess that works for you guys. But, yeah, like, rooftops and um, high places and just places out of sight uh, underneath that, like, skunk thing that, uh, Mobile, yes, basically, the, that Bo Peep yeah. has. Um. Right. Uh, yeah. I liked, uh, I like Bo Peep's little Polly Pocket friend. She was hilarious. Yeah, so she was a Polly Pocket. Didn't we talk about this yeah, in the trailer breakdown? Know. That she
0: was gonna be yeah. a Polly Pocket! Which so was cute! Which was amazing. She was, she was so cute. Um, I... Again, I wanted to get to know her a bit more, but uh, I felt like a lot of these characters, I kind of, like... I'm not forgetting about them, but, like, they're just... They're just not really a second thought because
1: we just saw so little of them. Yeah, I mean, I did really like that kind of funny joke of, um, that, uh, unicorn, um, Bonnie's... Sending him to jail? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just wanting the dad to go to jail, like, so badly, and it just, like... They're like, no, we're not gonna send him to jail. And then at the end, he's like, Dad's gonna go to jail. Like it was just, it was cute. <laughs> yeah. Again, the the humor with this was
0: so funny and so creative. Like I loved um, and I didn't even know that, uh, the three the three to four characters that were in the closet with Woody mm. after Bonnie chose what toy she wanted to play with that day, it was like they were they were all older people, obviously because they were like the elders. Yeah, and um, and they were all funny variations of their actual names. Like, Betty White was Bitey White, and <laughs> I can't remember what she was. Like, maybe she was a dinosaur or something, or like a uh, something that bites. Yeah. I guess. I, yeah. I, I can't remember what they were. And then, um, uh, Carol Burnett was Cheryl. Yes. Cheryl Chari- Burnett. She said she was the chair. She was the chair. Oh,
1: that's adorable.
0: And um, and uh. Let's see. I'm I guess I mean, maybe this is a this is a playoff his name, but Alan Oppenheimer was old timer and he was like the old the old clock. Yeah, uh, Carl oh, yeah.
1: Reiner Carl Rhinoceros. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: And Mel Brooks was Melephant Brooks, so he must have been like an elephant or something. Um, <laughs> That's a and, uh, and fun fact, Mel Brooks is the voice of Bill big weld in robots oh damn man i love if it, robots if any of you out there love robots give us some love man i fucking love that movie i know i
1: love that movie too man i love it yeah he
0: he talked for literally 2.5 seconds and i was like that's big weld I was like, <laughs> his voice is so like um noticeable it's so funny so but yeah we've we watched way. that a lot so yeah, and they were just all very hilarious. Like, oh, you got your first dust bunny. What are you gonna name it? And like, yeah. and Woody's just being so, so like hilarious about it. Like, oh, stop it, you guys. Like, it's it just like being his normal Woody self. So, yeah. Again, I also want to say this cast that is amazing. Honestly, the, <laughs> just... the cast was really fantastic. But again, with with people saying it was so emotional, I felt like it was it was almost forced emotional like oh here's flashbacks of Andy playing with his toys like bring mm-hmm. bring back bring back those feels that Toy Story Three gave you. Like no Yeah I right spent, at the beginning
1: I know I spent
0: I spent all my tears on Toy Story Three, okay? You don't get any more tears. Like this is it? Like I I was like, oh man, this is so forced. Like I don't know why. I I understand that it was it was to show the backstory of how Bo Peep got taken away, but still, like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry at this. You're you're
1: telling you're basically telling me to cry at this. No, well, no. I mean, Up was also telling you to cry at that.
0: But again, those were new characters, and they and they like, like we've we've been with these characters long enough to know what's yeah. To know what's real
1: and what's a cop out. Like you know what I, I, I did. I did catch actually. There's a lot, a lot of people who who wrote this story. Um, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I can't believe it. But there's like there's eight stories people and t- two people who wrote the screenplay. So actually, John Lasseter didn't write the screenplay. So that's what I that's what I was confused about. He's just he's just the original story.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, Rashida Jones. I had no he idea. Got, I, I he saw
0: got her he name. Got
1: take, he got taken off that early to where the screenplay wasn't even written. I mean, he might have written it and then like they rewrote it or something.
0: Hmm. Interesting. You see, this is this is like interesting information that I would like to be in somewhere to like to like well, find it. Like like it might be we... in the trivia, Emily. <gasps> oh, Let's take a look at that.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just do that. Oh yeah, let's do that right now. I'm going to talk about Keanu Reeves' character while you're looking at the trivia. Um, sure thing. He was. I, I I was waiting for him, and about a minute before he showed up, I was like, "Keanu Reeves is in this. Where is he?" And then <laughs> Danny was like, "He's coming." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yes. He's gonna be. He's gonna be here right now." And there he is. Like, and when they opened up that little, like, I guess it was inside of a box or something, uh, the one of the original shorts that pixar made with the little like um one man band character like the not the one man band character like the little like soldier that claps his hands together with the um the uh symbols he was in like he opened the door and he is an original um pixar short character like from from like 1992 <laughs> or 1990 oh, in, the, in the speakeasy yeah, the little speakeasy.
0: <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. hmm Yeah, definitely, if if I were to watch this movie again, it would be to try and find things in the background, because, you know, Disney loves to put Easter eggs and shit in the background, so, like, I would yeah. definitely... Uh, and, and to
1: listen properly
0: for Betty White, because I wanted to, I wanted <laughs> to know which one was prepared. her. I
1: wasn't prepared. I was not prepared at all. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, I just really like Keanu Reeves, and I, I was, list, like reading something on um this other podcast that I listen to. They have a Facebook page and it's just people who love to talk about movies and somebody said that we are in the Keanu Zants right now. Um and I was like, "Man, that is so true." <laughs> oh wait, w- what? <laughs> We're in the Keanu Zants, the Ke- Keanu Renaissance.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we heard that uh, that
1: Marvel's trying to get him now too. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, he's like—he's so hot right now, though. Like, he's always been hot, but like he's coming into like he's coming into like that sexy. He's, he's like, making a comeback. He's yeah. uh hes
0: what's the what's the saying? What what's like the really old saying? Like he's 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 a hotter than a than toasted bread or something. Or like he's what is it? <laughs> like, like like what do you say? What do you say? Hotter than toasted bread. <laughs>
1: You know, because the toaster was such a hot would <laughs> Well, I think you got your metaphors confused. It's was it? What is it? Hotter usually than usually? bread? Big bread? Bre- no, baked, no, no, no. It, usually, it's it? this is like it's the bread, best idea right? since sliced bread. That's usually. Slice bread. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it!
0: <laughs> sliced bread, right, but right, right. That's not the right metaphor,
1: though. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? Toast, toast is a great invention, and it's underestimated. It's it's. It's, it's, uh, it's, whatever. Okay, let's, okay, okay, I'm gonna continue this. Um, so I'm looking through the, uh, trivia. Um, let's see. Uh, so the legendary comedian and voice of Mr. Potato Head, Don Rickles, had actually passed away in 2017 before he was able to record his part, uh, as Mr. Potato Head, The, uh, Rickles family reportedly contacted the studio and asked if there was any way that they could create a performance using the recordings they'd already had. So Hmm. that's exactly what, that's exactly what the studio did. Wow. Using the recordings from not only the previous three films, but also video games, theme
1: parks, and more, they were able to craft a whole new performance. I believe it, dude. That makes, that's amazing. I mean, that's just a lot of work, but that's pretty cool. Um, and here's an interesting one about Tom Hanks, which
0: I don't know if, if I personally, like, I don't know if I'm just cold-hearted, but I just did not find this movie very emotional, and the fact that everyone's pulling the emotional card just makes me <laughs> even more suspicious of it being, in fact, emotional. Like, don't, don't tell people it's emotional, it, it, it takes away the emotional aspect of it. Is that just me? Like, am I just, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm emotionally picky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, meanwhile I'm crying over here at the Frozen 2 trailer like every single time I see it and I don't even oh, like Frozen what it's the music <laughs> Emily the music makes me cry we saw so many trailers for like Disney movies like you know uh uh, the Lion King man I see trailer for Lion King and I just oh like the tears like I was already crying by the time this movie started it's Alessandra <laughs> I was I was really emotional that day. I don't know what was wrong I mean,
0: with me. I mean don't get me nothing is wrong with you. you. You we have emotions, we need to use them. <laughs> um so so again, so it says in November of 2018, Tom Hanks claimed that the ending was emotional and a moment in history. He also added that he couldn't face the crew while recording his final lines because he got emotional with them.
1: Um, oh, that's this, so cute.
0: <laughs> this came around six weeks after co-star Tim Allen said he couldn't get through the last few scenes because
1: of how emotional they were.
0: So, like, oh. I don't even remember what the last lines were. Like, I think,
1: I they're think they're just the, like leaving. Like, Woody's leaving. They're all leaving. Um, I think, I, I, I think know. what they
0: said. Okay, yeah, when he was talking to, when he was talking to Buzz, like he was, uh, Woody said something and then. Buzz said she'll be okay, and then he said, "Bonnie, Bonnie will be okay." Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I just, that. I just felt like the last lines of Toy Story three were so much more impactful because, yeah, it it, it also kind like kind of snuck up on you. Like, yeah, you knew the toys were leaving, and and. And I was already crying when they were all holding hands, like, getting ready to just go in the incinerator. Like, that's when I was already, already crying. That was so emotional, yeah. Yes, when they were all just holding hands, they were ready to die together. I was already bawling. And then, and then, with Andy coming, and, you know, having the address from from Woody written on the box to be like, take the toys here, because Andy was going to take Woody to college with him. Um, And then the fact that, he ends up not taking him. Like, I don't know. That just seemed like so much more of like a, a like, I don't know if I, if I just wasn't expecting it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's cause I just, maybe cause I just already knew what was going to happen. Like it just, it just killed it for me. I don't know that that's just, that's just my main complaint about it. Oh, and then Kimmy, Kimmy found a consistency an inconsistency. Um, so when Gabby Gabby takes out her, her record to like show that it goes into a music box, she was saying, like, how does Woody's fit her? Mm-hmm. How, how does Woody's fit her record?
1: It was so big. And um, it... It, it doesn't. <laughs> what do you mean? She, it was, like, a tiny little record, I thought. It was, like, pretty, no, it pretty like, small. It, first off, she was way bigger than, than than Woody was.
0: Like, the record, like, fit in her hand, almost.
1: Huh. Like, yeah.
0: and, and Woody's got such a tiny little back because he's, like... a.
1: Well, I think like yeah, that's
0: true. I yeah. yeah it it I... wasn't going to fit. It was not going to fit. And then she actually took out her voice box and the voice box was like bigger than her hand.
1: Well, definitely the voice box was big. Um, yeah, that is but strange. But the re- but the record was too big too. The okay. record was too big. I'll have to to look at it.
0: But the, but the part that got me going um, a little bit. Like I, I didn't I didn't shed a tear. I like I like welled up and then <laughs> and then my and then my eyes dried out. Like it was <laughs> Um, it was when, uh, they were, like, taking Gabby Gabby to go to where all the, to where the park is and, like, find, and find a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and she saw the little girl lost. And, you know, I, I have a soft, I have a soft spot for, like, kids getting lost because you, you never, like, it's terrifying. You don't, we don't want to (laughs) lose, you don't want to get lost. Okay? No, no. That was very sweet, that, that part with Gabby Gabby and her like and, and which i i got a little teary eyed when when that happened and then you know the kid found her parents and that made me very happy and you know cuz it's it was a busy it was a chaotic place it was a chaotic mm-hmm. place and like just and, okay and this little girl <laughs> what yeah it was she was it's, so so cute when she was the crying, little girl like... was so cute i know little yeah. sad well i'm not i'm not finding any trivia about like what happened during the movie like what happened? What uh, well,
1: I—I I mean, there's honestly, uh, there's no way we're gonna get to all of this trivia. There is like so much trivia on IMDb. I mean, I can't even believe how much trivia is on here. Um, I'm just gonna say uh, this one. According to Annie Potts, about 75% of the original screenplay was thrown out and had to be rewritten when the original screenwriters Rashida Jones and Will McCormick left production. And one of the, that's one of the reasons why the film's release was pushed back a couple of times. Oh. Really? Well, they, they so, still timed it pretty well, because it didn't seem
0: like we were waiting forever for this movie.
1: Um, I think it did. I mean, I learned, we learned about this movie like four or five we, years ago, three, four years ago, maybe? A, I did not think that they were making a fourth Toy Story until that teaser came out. Okay, I knew, um, but I thought it was just kind of like a, maybe they're gonna be doing this, um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just so, so many of these, like, things inside this antique shop, and where it's named, and, I mean, you could just keep going, like, yeah, like I, I see among
0: the among the myriad of items on shelves and at the antique shop, uh, Bing Bong's rocket can be found uh, from Inside Out, and, yeah, and Ellen's
1: Carl's house from Up. Another one says that Carl's cane is in there. Um, I mean, it's just like so many things. It's it's really like an extreme amount of uh, of of trivia here. This is this is. Crazy, yeah. There's
0: a ton. I'm like scrolling through. This is crazy. Well, um, if you like trivia, definitely check out the the IMDb page. Uh, that's where we find our trivia,
1: and uh, there's there's some good stuff on there. Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to the metascore. Yeah, because if we just keep reading trivia, we're never gonna stop. Um, for sure. Uh, so let's see. So the metascore, it
0: got an eighty four. Which, which is, which is granted. It's a great story. Really great characters. Uh, overall, great little, great little film they've put together. And it's not my favorite. Oh, at the very end, let's let's rank how will uh, how the our favorite Toy Story movies. And we also got to do the plot keywords. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing a little to do list here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <All> right, thanks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so back to Metascore. So we've got, let's see, lots, lots of really high numbers here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do, a. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna do the last one because I feel like it, I, I, uh, I agree with it already. Okay. The Guardian. The Guardian gave it a 60. It may only be a repeat of earlier ideas and plot lines, but compare it to the, to the fourth films and other franchises, and Pixar's latest is an amusing and charming gem. All right, I probably wouldn't call it an amusing and charming gem. I'd probably call it charming.
1: Um, uh, yeah, like, the Screen Crush one says it's, It's the weakest movie, but it's also the riskiest, 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 and most pleasantly unpredictable. So, I guess. I mean, I didn't expect the Gabby Gabby thing, uh, that she was gonna be happy in the end, for sure. Um, Yeah, or that she wasn't, or that, that she was
0: really just misunderstood, where, at least with Lotso, he was, he was crazy and he was gonna stay crazy.
1: Um, I'm going to read the IndieWire one, uh, which gave it an 83. It says, To talk about Toy Story 4 is to talk about Forky. This is a uh, movie that doesn't initially appear to have any compelling reason to exist. The forced mm -hmm. but satisfying third installment of Pixar's signature franchise seemed to wrap things up when it came out almost a full decade ago. And yet Forky alone is enough to elevate this potential cash grab into the beautiful and hilarious coda that its long-running series needed to be truly complete. Forky is the hero we need in 2019. All right, I think that's taking it a bit too far. I think so as well.
0: <laughs> Forky is not that great. Forky is not the hero we need. He's just a fork. No, and 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 again, there were a lot. I mean, and I don't know if this. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say here. Like if they were going to bring in a whole bunch of new characters, does that mean they plan on continuing this? Like, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Like, would you see Are, are, are they trying a to story... push out
1: all the originals? Like, all the OGs? Like... Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what this movie seemed like to me, and we don't really need to be playing with Bonnie, you know? I guess not. Yeah, and like, I, I mean, I love the way that Bonnie acted, because she really acted like a five-year-old, like a four-year-old about to go to, um she was like scared to go to kindergarten and she was like oh my god she was so cute (laughs) although you know of course she's still she's still like four or five so she's still got like that annoying like where's forky i can't find forky where's that i know know. the fact that she was like where's forky i was like god just forget forget him (laughs) forget (laughs) it it's a piece of trash you you had it for like three days like it's fine you know, yeah. it's not like, I mean, but I, I, I'm not saying that it's not sad when you lose toys. Cause my actual fear at growing up and as, as a child was to lose my, my bear, um, who's like my toy. Um, oh, yeah. a, and I still have Was him. his name
0: just bear or was it berry bear, or something? Bear
1: and smelly. There's two of them. Um, bear and smelly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I still have them. And like, I literally, um, when I was a kid, I watched that Elmo movie where he loses his blanket and I oh, cried like no. the I could not handle it. Like I cried so oh, much. Oh no! It, it was my worst fear. Like I mean, just it was like right up there with losing my cat, which I knew was inevitable. So that was kind of worse, much much worse, obviously. But um, still, still bad. Oh yeah, I have I have met
0: Bear and Smelly, and I'm almost afraid to touch Bear because his, uh, his yep. arms are close to falling off. Yeah, his everything is close to falling off for sure. Yeah. Uh, my uh if we're talking about toys from our past, uh, mine was a, a, a giraffe. Her her name changed constantly from ginger to Jennifer. Back to back to ginger. Just anything that started with a juh ja, because it was a giraffe. Right. It it just needed to be like a juh. Ja. But I think I stuck with ginger. Um and, uh, I took her everywhere. I, I would put a leash on her and drag her around, like, hockey games when we would go as a kid, as a kid. Like, my dad would always go to hockey games and, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she'd, and I almost left her, like, at a hotel a few times because I, um, what was it? There was one night where we were going to go out, like, our hotel had, like, a little telescope set up to go see the stars, and I wanted, like, mom would not let me take Ginger with me, so I put her in the windowsill so Uh that she could look at the stars while we were out,
1: while we were down
0: looking at the stars. (laughs) And, um... And she was behind some blinds so I couldn't see her. And then we left the next morning and we had to go back to the hotel and grab her because I had stuck her in the windowsill to look at the stars and she couldn't go with me.
1: Oh, well, I can't believe you guys went back. I can't believe your dad let you go back and get her. Right? I know, right? She would have just been a goner. I know. (laughs) Seriously.
0: (laughs) Oh, or, or maybe the hotel sh- shipped her to us. I don't remember, but, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, there was definitely... I almost left her at quite a few places, but oh, I, I I'm still got her. i sad just thinking about she's, it. That just, just sounds awful. It's, it's okay. I still got her. She's she's full of beads. She's broken a few times, and so she's lost a lot of beads, but she... Uh, so she's a little limp, but she <laughs> she's still
1: going strong. <laughs> that's, that's cute. Yeah. All just...
0: right, let's get... Toys are
1: important, man. (laughs) They're super important, and like super important. Thinking about how emotional I was growing up, I mean, I'm still emotional, but it's like in way different ways. Like everything, when you're a kid, is like the most intense feeling ever. Like everything, like sadness, fear, like uh, like just like being like happy or being like joyful. But you really just remember the fear. Like, you remember right. how much, how scared you are about everything when you're a kid and, like, losing your favorite toys and being careless about things or, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's oh. hard growing up.
0: <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about the, uh, the, another cute interaction was when Woody gave Jesse his sheriff badge. Yes, that, that was, was very cute. I really that. was that. very I'll say emotional because yeah, it it gave me some feels. Uh, I didn't I didn't cry obviously, but it was it was great. Like the fact that Woody has basically given given Jesse the uh, authority now to take care of Bonnie and to and to do what's right and keep justice keep justice for the toys. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it was very great. It was I really enjoyed that a lot. So let's see what plot keywords we got here. Um. We've got Bo Peep character, which is what? interesting. I'd like to see <laughs> what other movies have this Bo Peep character. Hey. Buzz Lightyear character, Woody character. Why are all these characters?
1: Um, That's crazy. Okay, I just clicked on- and fourth plot. Fourth part. That's okay. why- These are terrible. I just clicked on Bo Peep character, and of course there's the other Toy Story movies that she's in. But then there's also the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. What,
0: what, And some other, like, creepy... The, the two at the very end look
1: creepy. These animations... The, the three of, of them, but yeah, that... I don't Dof, know what... Dof what Tiff that is. And, <laughs> it's like a little short...
0: Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, yeah, those those first five are terrible. Let's see what some of the other ones are. Road Trip! Okay! Yes! That's the... yeah! Alright, Sheriff. Okay,
1: antique shop. Just toy. That's definitely, uh, that should just be in the, the first five. Porcelain. Dachshund.
0: You know, this anxiety. This, this is, okay, inferiority complex. The,
1: this is what we need. <laughs> These are <Yeah>. the ventriloquist <laughs> this, dummy. An antique store. Wow. Yeah. Toy comes to life. Old friends reunited. Yeah, that's nice.
0: Anthropomorphism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! This oh, is... yeah. Okay, so... voice box.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there, there's some better ones, but the first five were just terrible. Old friends reunited. Oh, I like that. Okay. They they need they need to switch up with the first five that get seen. That's uh It's not right. All right. So that was <laughs> not Toy not right. Story Four. Oh yeah. We, which which what's what's your ranking now, Alessandra? In in list of. Best to worst.
1: Oh, uh, I don't, I think this one is probably uh, the lowest for me. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then Toy Story 2, then Toy Story 1, and then Toy Story 3. Okay, you'd put Toy Story 3 at the top?
0: I, That's... I think it was really good, so. It was really good, but I'd probably still make it second, so I'd probably do... From, from best to worst,
1: Toy Story, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2, and then Toy Story 4. I, I really love Toy Story 2. I think I've got this, like, just every moment of that movie, I really, really like it. Like, it's, I just, I love the story. I think that the introduction of the new characters was done just excellently, and uh, the bad guy is amazing in the second one. Um, the, the prospector. The two bad guys. The prospector and the guy who steals them. Um, right the chicken guy like he's so weird and i i love it like i just think that that story is so quirky and the fact that all of them are together is is really nice you know and that woody is is debating whether to stay with them as well in that movie you know it's like this movie is kind of the themes are really the same as the other movies (laughs) Yeah, like the overlaying themes and the my,
0: and the, mostly the characters we meet are pretty much all the same. But I love how in each movie, they're all very different situations in which the toy is in. I, I wish they'd kind of stuck to that antique theme a bit more in the fourth one because that's one we really hadn't seen before. Like we have the first movie where it's like you're dealing with kids who destroy toys. You're dealing with toys coming in and taking and taking your child away from you. Like the Buzz and Woody dynamic. And then with the second one... We've got collectors who will do anything to get these like these very valuable old toys and yeah. and them them becoming the villains. And that's how like that one's happened. And then with dealing with younger kids again and, you know, having having toys that like retire, where like we can't handle the rough kids anymore. We need to, mm-hmm. you know all these situations are so creative yeah. and so amazing that I feel like the the fourth one didn't have, like, an outside overarching, like, situation for the toys to be in. It was like, yeah, Yeah. they were lost. Yeah, but But it was mostly
1: just a movie about Woody and, like, Woody feeling the need to be useful. Right. Yeah, exactly. So. So those are our thoughts on Toy
0: Story 4. Let us know what you thought. Uh, You can leave comments on SoundCloud or even Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn and uh, like our Facebook page and follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, If you liked this episode at all for any reason or didn't like it or if you like any of our other episodes, uh, leave a review of our little show that we do for you. We enjoy talking... We enjoy talking. We'd love to know what you guys think. We would love other people to be able to find us easier. So rate us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play or Google Podcasts. Don't know which one. Um, If you need notifications on future episodes, you can follow our social media. We've got at by the popcorn on Twitter and we've got at all by the popcorn podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And suggestions for future episodes. You can email us. We've got allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com and allbythepopcorn at gmail.com.
1: I think that's all of it, Emily. I think that's it. Great job. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.